Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bitch Sesh. It's Danielle Schneider. As we know, Casey Rose is out um, this week. She has a newborn baby at home. Hi, Frankie Rose. I'm so excited. I met her, guys. Oof. Oof. Gorgeous, beautiful, wonderful baby girl. I couldn't stop squeezing her. I just love this child so much. Not as much as my own, but neck and neck. We'll see how Sydney does in the next few weeks. P.S. I went to my daughter's talent show last night. I'm exhausted from it. To watch these children perform their talents. I was jealous of their youth, jealous of their talents. They're coming up and I got to keep them down. Squash them. I don't need them coming up and trying to take jobs from me. This old lady. They were actually very talented. Some of them. Anyway, we don't have Casey Rose, but we do have God damn, if I say the next best thing. I love this person. This person is the expert on The Real Housewives. More than me, I have to say. And I don't love saying that, but I will say it. He is the, you know, the founder, creator, CFO of The Real Housewives Institute. I like to call it the Institute of Technology. (laughs) (laughs) The Real Housewives Institute of Technology, because you do learn a skill, I think, when you go there. And he also wrote one of my favorite books in the last few years, The Housewives. It's the real story behind The Real Housewives. If you haven't read it yet, pause what you're fucking doing right now. Go to your local bookstore, local bookstore, shop local, Think Global, um, and pick it up. What the fuck are you doing? Please welcome Dame Brian Moylan. (laughs) I need to hear a little bit more about this talent show. (laughs) So my daughter participated in her school-wide talent show last night. She's in fourth grade. So we're hearing like, this is like kindergarten through sixth grade is her school. And, you know, many different talents, a lot of you know, there was some ta- a really impressive Taekwondo uh, display, like hitting boards. It was, a re- I mean, honestly, the, uh, the fact that that wasn't last, I was like, whoa, we're not going to end with this because it's really hard to come back after you do this really yes. impressive Taekwondo display. Um, but we're getting singers. We're getting dancers. We're getting piano, uh, piano players. And my daughter wrote a comedy sketch. <gasps> oh, well, wait, can, can you give us some flavor? And did you help yes. with the writing at all? No, I, honestly, I was not involved with all. My husband typed it up for her. Okay. But um, my husband, you know, he's an improviser, uh, part of the Upright Citizens Brigade, Matt Besser. And he and my daughter do like kind of like improv sketches and stuff. Like they like to like just kind of do it. Like that's kind of. Yeah. Like when he's putting her to bed, they'll kind of like make up little scenarios and stuff. And it's really cute. And she had this really funny scenario. And then she wanted to do the the talent show. He said, well, why don't we write that up? And so it's basically um, called The Half Vampire. And it's a, a person who got bit by someone who ha- with one vampire tooth and not two. So they're only a half vampire. <laughs> it's kind of like a friend of. It's like yeah, the Marlo Hampton of vampires. Yeah. So she's like, so she, her whole thing was like, so she was with like a news reporter being like, you're a half vampire. How's that possible? And she's just like, well, I was bitten with a, you know, by only like one tooth. And so like, you know, like light won't kill me, but it'll give me a really bad sunburn. And like garlic, I don't love it. But it's not going to like, <laughs> right. it's like, and it's like, do you sleep in a coffin? And she's like, no, I sleep in a hot tub. <laughs> like, like, oh, so, 
bananas, but really cute. She did so well. I was so proud of her. Did she get laughs? Yeah, she did. Good for her. My only note. Okay. <laughs> is as a stage mom, my only note is I would have loved the microphone a little closer to her mouth. And we'll get into that later. I wanted to have give her a day to take in the glory of the talent show. And then, and then, um, then we'll talk turkey. Then we'll talk about what what's what we can do better next time. Um, this will probably be a controversial question, but uh-huh. um, who was the worst? I mean, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like six year olds trying to sing a song. <laughs> what do you? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to say another controversial thing. After my child went on, I left. <laughs> Know what? Here for it. I'm sorry. Good well, thing she, the Taekwondo wasn't last. Yeah, though, she mean, wouldn't I have even should, seen it. It was, it, you know, again, as a parent, I saw, I was like, oh, this is going to make my daughters look not as good. Like, you know, I was very aware of the running order. You know, I'm very, you know, yeah. like I just, I would have put them later in the, the RO, if you know what I mean. I can't. The sacrifices we make for being parents, not that I make. Yeah, I'm I was like, parent, what? But, <laughs> <laughs> the sacrifices what? you make for being a parent, Thank I you. think this might be the biggest one, is yeah. the, like, school talent show. Oof. Oh, man. No, they were all adorable. I mean, I don't know how many stars in the making we have, but... <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's nice to try. <laughs> nice to get up and try. No, obviously, Sydney's a star. We all know that. Yeah. We see it. We yes. see it. She doesn't seem to get too nervous, which I'm always shocked about. Um, yeah, but she had a great time and you could tell I could see the the love of performing washing over her, you know, you know, yeah, oh, you spot she's it, got the you bug. know, it. she's got the bug. She's got the bug. And I saw it and she was like, my whole body felt thrilled. And I was like, you got it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I wish one of the kids was like, my talent is to be a reality star. And ah. she just like got up there full of narcissism and self-delusion. Honestly, standing, oh, I would have given that child standing. And again, I did not stay for the whole thing. So who knows? Maybe, maybe that was my, I will say the principal came up to her afterwards, which might as well have been like the head of CAA in this world. You know what I mean? Like, which is for those of you, I'm sure um, it's like one of the biggest agencies in California. I'm at UTA. So let's say UTA. UTA. I'm at UTI. <laughs> I, guess what? I'm constantly at UTI. Once a month, I'm at goddamn UTI. I should be drinking more water. <laughs> but um, but the principal came up to my daughter and her friend that she had done it with and was like, girls, you did amazing. You just have natural talent. And I was like, oh, we're going to make it after all. <laughs> it felt very like gypsy, you know, like I'm Mama Rose. Like it felt awash with um, stage mom energy. I have, uh, my husband has a very good friend and she's uh, like independent kind of movie producer. And we okay. always kind of make fun of her because she's always kind of like, you know, in that producer way, trying who's got the money, who can I get to help me with my film, whatever. Yeah. And, um, and so her daughter said, Ma is like, six or seven was like, I want to act. Can we like go on auditions, whatever. And so she like took her to a couple auditions and she started booking like <gasps> big wow, wow, roles. Wow, wow. 
Oh, is she Dakota Fanning? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's she's the new Fanning. And uh, but her mom was kind of like unsure. Like, do I want my daughter to be an actress? Like, I worked in the movie biz. I know how hard it is. Blah blah blah. And then she started like going to these things, like meeting people. And she's like, Oh my god, can I use my daughter's career to like meet more people and make more movies? Ah! To use her for her your own. <gasps> yeah. Wow. So she's like stage momming, but like for herself. <laughs> that, honestly, that's the best use of it I've ever heard. Like that's the only reason to get your kid in. To you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, no, don't help live, your own career. Enough of the old school living vicariously through your child. No, 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 no. That's bull. No shit. Use your child to move your career, not your self-esteem, your career. Absolutely. I love that. I hadn't thought of that. And now I have some jobs for Sydney. Now I need to (laughs) put her to work because I need some, mama needs some jobs. Brian, we have so much to discuss this week. Just can we just talk about just the Housewives universe? I mean, like we really have, we're so lucky. (laughs) We are. Well, and I feel like we've been really lucky with the news because I've been a little disappointed in the show. Yes, yes, yes. I hear that. Except for Miami. Miami is flying on all cylinders. Like just gorgeous, gorgeous work on Miami. But But, Salt Lake and Potomac. I mean, I usually love Potomac and it's so much fun. Well, here's what I will say about Potomac. Potomac goes off the rails when like, like... I don't like when Potomac like goes at like fake, fake storylines are just bad. And this is the first time it feels like there's a fake storyline, the whole Chris of it all. And uh, that that, like, yes. And we could feel that it was fake and, you know, like, and so that's like, I want to say to the Potomac ladies, you're above that. Like that's bullshit Beverly Hills. Like, you know, and I love Beverly Hills, but like you guys have so much going on with your personalities and, you know, like you guys have more to give us. You're funnier and smarter. So you don't yes. need to, you don't need tricks. Tricks are for kids. You know what I mean? Yes. No. And that's the thing is like, just send them all to like a spa day and what, and let us laugh with them. Like, and it all feels this. And, you know, I've been noticing a lot of like slut shaming l- mm-hmm. lately in the universe and Potomac's all like, you're sleeping with this person. You slept with, oh, you're a whore. You're cheating on your husband. Blah. And it's like. Oh my God. Like, is this all we fucking care about? It's so dumb. And like, I don't give a shit if, if Karen cheats on Ray. I mean, I mean, screw blue eyes all you want. Like, enjoy. Like, I don't give a shit. The reason it is fun to catch Karen, though, I will say this is because Karen thinks she's so above it. And Absolutely, so that, yes. it, I will say, like, if you play the grand dame in class and we're supposed to act this way, then you do deserve when you're not acting that way to be brought down to size. If it's somebody else, I'm like, whatever. Yes. But for Karen, the only reason it's fun to see her dragged in the gutter with cheating is because she's so high on her horse, which I love Karen Huger, but I'm also not above because she reacts so funny when they call her out. Like she reacts yes. in a way that is so hilarious. Well, she's like, let me see it. That's great. And like, yeah. <laughs> Do you think uh-huh. Karen Huger really like hooked up with a waiter in the bathroom at a party or whatever it was they were accusing you her? You know what? I do think blue eyes is a thing. And I do think 
she has had some dalliances. Would it be a waiter? Depends how drunk she is. Like, I do think that there is a drunken side of Karen. We've seen it. We've seen it. Um, That can get messy and sloppy and, you know, and go out and go crazy. So, like, I don't put it. It's not where my first instinct is that she goes. But, like, it's not totally out of the realm of thought when she is super wasted. What do you think? Have you ever hooked up with a waiter in the bathroom at a party? I was the waiter in the bathroom at the party. (laughs) (laughs) Did anyone hook up with you? (laughs) I don't think so. I think I resented customers and stuff too much to ever hook up. (laughs) So, like, sadly, no, I am the waiter is the problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we're watching the shows and not on the shows. It's like, oh, no, I was the waiter. I was catering. I was doing the thing. And then I hated everyone because they treated me so shitty. So like, I'm never, I'm not about to hook up with anyone because I'm just more likely about to like spit in their fucking food or something because I hate them so much. Let me ask you, do you think Karen hooked up with a waiter in a restaurant? I feel like Karen is, I see the blue eyes. Like, I feel like Karen might have a gentleman friend. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's way more likely. Yeah, uh-huh. then her just like blowing some dude in the bathroom. Like that doesn't seem like Karen behavior uh-huh. is drunk. Like I because of the decorum, uh-huh. I think she needs someone she can trust to not yeah. spill all the of beans. her tea <laughs> all over Potomac. Yeah, not to be DMing people random Well, let's talk bullshit. about the, the DMs heard around the world uh, this week in the Housewives universe. And... The bigger question that seems to be rocking everybody is just, well, I love it is just kind of like the rules of housewives. You know what I mean? Like the sort of like, yeah, like to me, what's funniest is that people are like not mad about cheating and like Juan and all that stuff. But like the rules of being on housewives, like what are what yes. you present to the world? Like what wh- what's your take on all of this? Because for those of you who haven't read and I'm still not sure exactly what happened. (laughs) Let me just say this. Have you, do you have an understanding? Like my understanding is that during the pandemic, Juan was DMing with some woman. Yes. And she came to the Potomac area and he put her up at a hotel, but, and there was some inappropriate conduct. I don't know if there was sex. Like, do you get, what's your take? Uh, no, it's so well, what's <laughs> crazy. And we saw this with Jen Shaw, too, who wouldn't come to the reunion, wouldn't do a sit down with Andy Cohen, but was like, pay for my Patreon yes, and I'll yes, tell you the yes, real yes. story. And now we have Robin and Giselle being like, tell, well, you know, pay for our Patreon and, and you'll get the full story. It's a thing to like have your life like falling apart, have your husband caught cheating and then being like, go to my Patreon and hear the whole story. Like, <laughs> So, like, talk about, like, using, you know, what you got and hustling. (laughs) I mean, but I, yes. So, I don't, but I, yes. So, I think the story is, like, Juan was was DMing with a woman, having, like, an inappropriate flirtatious relationship. He paid for a hotel room for her for some reason. That's why she had some, like, hotel receipt with Juan's name on it that went to some blogger or whatever. And, um... Yes. And so from what I listened to, like the segment of that their was podcast. Free. That was free, personally. Yeah, that was free. <laughs> um, it it sounds like Juan was flirting with this woman. They didn't have sex. Robin knew about it, wasn't cool about it. 
but and you know worked through it but because he hadn't you know had sex with her then you know they kind of got over it but what really galled me is she knew about it before the season started filming and that's what galled ev- everyone is angry about it because yes they did not use it as a storyline and basically the rules of housewives are you have to present your real life like you can't hide it yes and when you hide it and get caught the other housewives and the audience gets pissed. And there's also some sort of like, I've seen theories. And I think Carlos King said it on his podcast, who I love Carlos and he's been on our podcast and he's hilarious, but, um, and a dream. Um, but I think he was saying that there might have even been a meeting, a meeting of the minds before the season of The Housewives started, where some of the women got together and basically were like, let's not make Robin's storyline a thing. Like, like, let's not bring it up. We're not going to touch it. Instead, we're going to do this Chris thing. Again, allegedly. I don't know. I mean, I definitely feel like at least her and Giselle were like, how are we going to keep this mm-hmm. off the show? And I think that that's bullshit. Well, it doesn't go by the rules. Like you can't, like it's the real housewives. No. Like you have to present your life as it is. And wh- it's when you try and hide stuff that that's where the real problem begins. Yes. And, and I do, I used to be of the kind of school where if you're on the show, like everything's yeah. fair game. And then after Denise Richards, I was kind of like, well, if Denise fucked Brandy, who wasn't a cast member on the show at the time, like she I, she has the right to that privacy, you know, because it's like, you know, why would you bring it up? Why would you know about it? Whatever. But my problem with this one thing is it did come up on the show. And then here's Robin denying mm-hmm. it. And then they filmed the reunion. We don't know what was said at the reunion about what yet, but I assume they didn't talk about it. And so now she's talking about it on her podcast, like after the show. It reminds me of when Luann got divor- was going to divorce Tom and waited till like the day after the reunion <laughs> so that she could be on the reunion and go like, everything's great, everything's great, everything's great. And the next day she's like, but we're getting we, divorced. I want to go like, back to the Denise thing real quick because I am not on the same page with you about the Denise thing only because... Interesting. I think, and I am, a, I, I think what Lisa Rinna did to her was terrible because she made it into something that it didn't have to be like Lisa Rinna made it into a big yeah. thing that it has to be. And like, and, and sold her friend down the, you know what I mean? Like Lisa Rinna was. Yes. Terrible. Yeah, I yeah. also think if you hook up with Brandy, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Like, I feel like that is I mean, like, you can make that choice. If you want to hook up with somebody, you can hook up with so many people. Denise Richards, you are gorgeous. You have your pick of any woman yes. or man. Brandy Glanville, you, it is a, a stick of dynamite. And you just fucked a stick of dynamite. You're yes. going to goddamn blow up. I mean, fair enough. You can fuck <laughs> any woman in the world and you choose Brandy Glanville. Like, like and, oh and, my God. And that will bring us to our other topic too. But yes, that's crazy. Yeah, but I do feel like in that instance... Like Brandy wasn't on the show, you know. But whatever. she's still but yeah, a part of, of the Housewives universe. I'm so, like, you know what I'm saying? Fair. Like, I just, I agree. There is, like, yeah, the privacy of it all gets very gray. It's a gray area for the Housewives, and I don't know how I feel because it's like, well, we don't have. 
I think it's so brave to put your life on TV like that for our entertainment that like all respect because like any of us put under a microscope or a camera, like good luck, you know, like we all got shit, even the most boring lives, like there's stuff and it, it, we can all be judged by it. So, so no, like God bless all of these women. Um, Cause I wouldn't have a job, <laughs> but neither of us would be on the. No, uh, hell no. So, I would have to like do real reporting. Ew. I, again, I would have to go, be a Kate. I would be cater waitering again. I'd be the person in the bathroom fucking somebody. <laughs> so like, let's just be honest about our lives. But Right. But I will say, but yeah. I do think if you fuck someone in the Housewives universe, like, eh, I don't care if they're a former wife. You're never a former wife. You're never. Because it's all a part of the same universe. Fair. Point taken. But um, but I do feel like once this came up mm-hmm. on the show, like, and all the women heard it, like, then it's it, it was totally fair game. And like for Robin to be like, no, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Knowing that it happened, I think is really fucked up. And know what? I'm going to go so far as to say, mm-hmm. and I love her. You need to fire Robin Dixon over this. <gasps> what? No. Brian, no. Yeah. Brian, no. We can't have this shit. We cannot have people playing these games because then they're going to decide it's going to be like the Kardashians. They're going to decide what can be on the show and what can't. And they're all going to get together and be like, we can't talk about this. We can't talk about that. And we're going to end up with all these fake ass Chris storylines instead of the real wow, fucking tea. I didn't think of it like that, that it has bigger repercussions. It, it's an earthquake through the, the whole Housewives universe is what you're telling me. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, and I think that even worse would be, well, if she had come up, we haven't seen the reunion yet, so I don't know. But if she comes on the reunion and says, oh, yeah, actually, I knew about this and blah, blah, blah. But the reunion's already been filmed, hasn't it? Right. It has been filmed, but we haven't seen it. So maybe she says on the reunion that it happened. I don't think she did. That's the problem, because if it's not on the reunion, I would like to see it discussed on the reunion. But I think the reunion was filmed a few days before it came out because we saw the looks. Yes. Yeah, and I and she wait and I think she waited oh. till after the reunion to like talk about it because she didn't want to have to hear what the other lady had to say. She didn't want to have to face Andy's tough questions. She just wanted to go on her podcast and be like, "Oh yeah, well Juan did this, and it's totally reasonable." And here are all the explanations, rather than having people like and then also get my Patreon, <laughs> find out more on my Patreon. <laughs> yeah, and also pay me money and to do it. Yeah, and it's like. No, sister, like we already, it's like if you went to the movie and somebody was like, if you want to see the ending, it's another yeah. 15 bucks. Like, fuck wow, you. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> okay. Anyway. That's so, okay. I'm hearing all of this. I'm really hearing this. Yeah. I'm taking a strong stance. On wh- what you have to, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to lose Robin. I love her. She, she's, there's never been a less active housewife that I love more like and finally you're getting active you're getting active but it's off air and like that's not okay is what you're saying well (laughs) and and that's the thing of all people Robin should be like finally a story um let's not forget that she did bring the speaker and that was a that was a great Robin is low-key an excellent housewife and yes yes that's what I mean and if only for like her and Giselle together, like I love, 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 love. And yeah, yeah I, and I think Robin is underrated and excellent, but I, this is 
a step too far for me. Yeah, it's like there's just some rules that you can't break. And she broke a cardinal housewife rule. And well, one of the other cardinal housewives rules was always if you don't come to the reunion, you're gone forever. Yeah. Until Mary Cosby's coming back to Salt Lake City. Do we know for sure? Is that a rumor? Uh, She is... From what I read, she's coming back as a friend of, but I've been hearing this rumor yeah. for a while. Well, does that break the rules too then? Does that like, it's like we're going back on our rules of like, if you don't hit the reunion, you can say goodbye. Like, so right. I, that's also another Cardinal Housewife rule. You have to come to the reunion. Yeah. And so does that mean Lisa Vanderpump gets to come back? Who else hasn't shown up to a reunion though? Ken um, Shaw. Jen, well, (laughs) Uh, Diana Jenkins. (laughs) She's another one that was like, I'm telling my story. Here's my Patreon. (laughs) Oh my God. Jen Shaw. (laughs) Fucking. Well, let's take a break because we need a commercial break, but then I want to come back because there's so much going on. Oh my God. Like, it's crazy because I also want to discuss the Brandy and Caroline Manzo situation, (laughs) which we need to get. (laughs) Like, this is, it's all so much. Okay, we'll come right back. Okay, we're back because, again, there's just like our, the universe provides. The universe provides. If you ever doubt, just know the universe provides. Okay, so let's talk about the ultimate girls trip that like hasn't even aired yet. And we're get like, like there's another ultimate girls trip coming before this. And we're all like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's been filmed and we're all like, I don't even care. Like, this is the one that I need. Yeah. Like, this can't is- they drop the one with Liam McSweeney, like all episodes at once on a Friday? And then yeah, just like, like three uh, weeks later, we get to the, <laughs> the new one. Like, I don't even know who's in that one. I, I know, yes, Liam McSweeney, but like, who else is in that ultimate girls trip? Like, nobody even uh, cares. Portia? Because- oh, Heather and no, Whitney? I- um. Yeah. If Portia's in it, I care. Portia, Portia's I in it because remember Tinsley had to drop out, and then Portia replaced her. Okay, I don't know if Portia can hold that one up by her own, but we'll see. But like, but again, with everything coming out, when we were getting like yes. Alex McCord back, and then okay, so what we're hearing so far is that there something happened on Ultimate Girls Trip where there that. From what I can glean, Brandy basically was trying to make out with Caroline Manzo. And Caroline Manzo repeatedly, (laughs) Caroline Manzo was saying no. And Brandy did not listen. And it felt like an assault, which I'm sure not even felt like that is assault. That's assault. Yeah. And I also feel like it was downplayed a little bit. It was like in like some of the papers because it was like Brandy tried unwanted kisses. And it's like that is. Like, that's, that's like making it small. Like when someone tries to kiss you, make out with whatever, or touch you and you don't want it, it's an assault. And especially if they don't stop, that's an assault to me. Yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. And, and I feel like it, this is going to become an HR issue. Like, there's going to have to be an investigation. Oh, I think it already is. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, it's and I in the- feel like this might be the end of Brandy. Like, if she's going to, like. I think so, too. You can't assault another person. No. You can't. You can't. When someone says no, as I say to my daughter, you say no or somebody else says no, that's 
it. I don't care if they're laughing. I yeah. don't care whatever. No is the word. And I, and I say, when you say no, that's the end. When somebody else says no, that's the end. Yes. And, and Brandy, you're an adult. Like, that's it. You're, you're yeah. done. And I mean, it's one thing if you keep teasing somebody or, or like picking at them, mm-hmm. or like as housewives do. But when you're trying to like kiss Physical. them. Physical. Yeah. And you, you can yeah. do it with your words. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah. that's life. Like people, right. it's free speech. But you cannot touch somebody. You can't touch somebody against their will. And that's I mean, that. I have always been a Brandy apologist and Me I too. do love her, but it's just... I think she got too high on her fumes because yeah. that's Brandy's, one of Brandy's major flaws is that she is so desperate to be loved and to be yes. liked. And I get that feeling because guess what? So am I. <laughs> so are all of us, really, honestly. <laughs> I mean, we're very damaged human beings and we are desperate for your love. Like, I, that's why I speak into this microphone. Like, please, please like me. Please like me. Um, um, but I think she got a little high off the fumes because she was, I think, so down and sad after the yeah. last, after she got fired. And then the ultimate girls trip, she kind of had a triumph. I mean, she was still a mess, but in that brandy, messy way we love. And she had some really funny moments and she had some really sweet moments. And we, when we get to see like Brandy's heart, I think we all want, We're. I think we want to root for her. Absolutely. And I mean, like, it, I don't know if you watched her on Celebrity Big Brother, but she was excellent. She was great on The Traders. And it and it was like, you know, I always say that, you know, somebody threatens Brandy with a knife and she comes with a nuclear bomb. Oh, and yeah. like, yeah. that's always been her problem. And we weren't seeing as much of that in Ultimate Girls Trip. And I was like, you know, because she was with Dorinda and she was even telling Dorinda, like, girl, you need to tone it down. Like, this yeah. is going to get you fired. And she's, I think she seemed so grateful to have, like, basically a yes. second chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she got a second chance in the Housewives universe. And they were even talking about her, like, coming back to Beverly Hills. And I think she, yeah. like, you know how, like, a little kid gets so excited that they, like, hit something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and even yeah. myself, like, I get the instinct. It's like you get so full of, like, adrenaline and happiness and your own your own shit that, like, you go off the rails. And I think she went off the rails. And I also, you know, she obviously has some issues as well and some control issues. And I think that there were substances involved. And I think, oh, you know— and I think that she can be very toxic. And I think she was abusive in that way. And, 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 uh, you know, that's not okay. I mean, I feel like since we're talking about housewife rules, we should make a new housewife rule, which is never go on a trip with Alex McCord. I mean, scary islands. Yeah. Luann getting tossed off a camel <laughs> in Morocco the first time. And now this, I mean, cursed. She's cursed. Alex McCord is cursed. Cursed, but glad to have her back in the universe. Uh, Oh, my God. But so uh, supposedly Mm -hmm. both Brandy and Caroline left early. And I mean, it's only a two-week shoot. But so now we only have like six ladies, I guess. No, but then I saw footage and I'm not even joking that. (laughs) Sorry, I laughed, but I saw footage of Camille Grammer there now. So they brought yeah. in the farm team. They brought in the... <laughs> right. The, but, the standby the jurors. St- <laughs> yeah. 
the al- the alternates. I've been an the, uh, alternate. The understudies. The, uh, the, understudies, the understudies, understudies. The swing. That he's brought in the swing performer for those of it's, you who it's Broadway. It's Peggy Sulahian <laughs> yeah, from so, Real Housewives of Orange County. <laughs> She's just been waiting in a hotel waiting room in Morocco. in the wings. Put me um, in, coach. Put me in. <laughs> I know. And so there's Camille Grammer. But twist, dressed as Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> Oh I don't even God. know what that means. I don't because she's like in a wig and she's got a dog that looks like a jiggy and like it's like a whole thing. So I don't know what we're in for, but this season is wild. And I also just want to send my my best to Caroline Manzo. I hope she's okay. That could be oh, really and upsetting. I was so excited to have Caroline Manzo back. And like I was hoping that was going to lead to more for her. And yeah, yeah. I feel for her and I hope we get I hope when she's ready to speak um, that, you know, she can tell her side of things. And I'm just, I'm sorry for her because I bet she was really looking forward to it. And I think that Brandy really, you know, crossed some lines that are not okay. And what, what do we have to do to get Ultimate Girls Trip reunions? You know what? I don't know. We're, let's put it into the universe. Put it into the universe. The universe okay. provides, Brian. Never forget that the universe provides. Now, let's talk a little more about this week's um is there more to say about this week's Potomac's or did we kind of like I mean there was Cherie saying that Karen has a reputation as someone who gets drunk and fucks any dick that will come her way and I quote that. <laughs> um no what Cherie same. So <laughs> <laughs> but also them saying that like that Karen that like they maybe that her and Ray have an open relationship, and then Mia saying if Ray can't climb steps, he can't climb Karen was a pretty <laughs> <laughs> that, that was kind of and know what I get it like yeah he might have just been like no what Karen get it somewhere else I'm cool with it yeah like, like right. God bless God bless um what do we think of Sharice's what do you think of Sharice's return I've never been a Sharice stan. Same. Um, she is kind of a just a bummer. Like she always comes in and is just like, "Hey guys," <laughs> like she is <laughs> like kind of a bummer. Um, her energy is low. It was fun to see her get drunk, but she's just not. She's messy, but she's not fun. And so yeah. I don't know. I don't need her. I could give her t- take her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's, she's not doing much for me. She's just coming for Karen so hard. Mm-hmm. And I don't love it. Yeah, I don't need it. And I will say the weird, the funny feeling for me this season has been um, agreeing with Candace. I love Candace. I love. She was my least favorite housewife. And I was like. Her first season, I was like, who is this like beauty queen coming from nowhere? And now I'm like, when Nene went on, you know, the breakfast club this week and was like, there are no stars. I was like, you need to look no farther. That is not true. There are stars everywhere. I know, like, Nini, you are a star in another degree and we get that, but there are stars. Right. Sorry. And Candace is uh, one Absolutely. Of them. And, and I think that this season showed me that, you know, Candace is really good and knows what she's doing, whatever, but she seems miserable. Like, well, she's also going through fertility treatments, let's not forget, yeah. which as someone who went through them, and I, I'm sure people are sick of me talking about my fertility journeys on this show, but um, 
but it is a new jack. Like it is. So I wonder if that has to do with something, because when you are shooting yourself full of those crazy hormones and you are on the up and down ride of like, are we pregnant this month? Are we not like it is a journey. Again, you are still on reality TV. You are doing a performance like you, you know, like we hit you're a pageant girl, you know, hit the stage like (laughs) like it can't (laughs) like like we, we bring it and she always does. But yeah. There's not, again, there's not much going on. And also they came for Chris in a way that felt false. So she was combating that. And she got over, like the fact that that didn't take her down is incredible. Like she's a, she's a fighter. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, yeah, but I'm just not, I usually love Potomac so much. I'm just happy to watch the women this season. I'm like, well, Mia's fun. I am enjoying Mia. I, I have come around on Mia. Last season, I was like, what do we need her for? And, and now, this, I'm now like, you're like, okay, we need it for Mia. everything. <laughs> she, <laughs> I know. And then she was into Wendy's vagina. I didn't get exactly what happened with everyone looking at their vaginas and like Wendy liked Mia's vagina or Mia liked Wendy's vagina. I sort of got like caught up in the logistics of what happened there. Because again, it was not on goddamn camera. Get it on camera. I can't handle it if I'm just hearing it third hand. Oh my God. I know I'm so sick of this not on camera nonsense, but it does. It did sound like a fun time. I'm sick of Wendy though. They need Um, to get rid of her. I think she's got, again, I think she's, uh, she is sitting on, I have compared to her to first season Portia where remember Portia first season was like, Ooh, I'm just a pretty little wife of somebody. And like, but there's a, a wild cat under there. I think that about Wendy. I, she I don't laugh. disagree with you, but I don't think Wendy is fun and she's not funny. And I she's don't think funny, she can but she's hold... not fun. I would say she's yeah. funny. She's not fun. Okay. Does that I make will take sense? that. I will take that. Yeah. But, and I want the, our ladies back to yeah. like having fun. Yeah, me too. Well, look, I don't know. Maybe if it was a season built around a lie, the one lie, like maybe that held us back. I don't know. Yeah. You can't build a house. It's a house of cards because it was built on a lie. But also then Robin's calling, like, remember she calls Juan is like, yes, oh. and he like yells at her. Yeah. And like, yeah, I feel like part of the problem is Juan is so over the show and all of the negative mm-hmm. that it brings into their lives that if she was going to talk about this, I think that might've been a big problem in her relationship, which I get. But also, it is paying your bills. Well, this is what makes me sad, is that, like, Robin and and Juan have been through so much, right? Like, yes. she's been through so much with him, like, both the marriage and the cheating. I think he cheated on her before. Financially, they got, like— Oh, my God, yes. Like, everything. They've been through so much. They took themselves out. Then they went through the pandemic, where she was very depressed, as were many of us. And, like— Yeah. And, like, and he— wasn't getting the attention he needed and he looked for it elsewhere. And and I don't know. I just kind of feel like, God, Juan, like, really? Like, you couldn't just like... <laughs> right. and, but again, maybe she's fine with it. That's another story. Maybe it's like, look, I Absolutely. was in a place... Because there are many relationships, like maybe Ray, and where it's like, I can't give you everything right now. Look for it. I don't want to know about it. Find it elsewhere or whatever. God bless. I just want to make sure that Robin was okay with it. Like, you know, because I'm like, if she wasn't, then like, if that's what it's like in the bad time, like, now he's a serial cheater, basically. Even if it was an emotional affair, like, we can't trust this person unless you're fine with it. And then that's another story. Yeah. 
And I mean, meanwhile, they forced Michael Darby <laughs> to sit down and talk about his well, jillion affairs on camera. Well, he was also pinching <laughs> like, butts and like it was all yeah. over the place. <laughs> like he had there was a lot going on with him, Michael Darby. And I mean, the problem, I think, ultimately it comes down to Juan is super good looking and uh, Michael Darby's a troll. And I think that those are highly considered. <laughs> Sadly, yeah, oh that's just gosh. the way the I, world works. If you're a troll, you're yeah. nobody wants to be with you. <laughs> so it's just like I would much rather talk about Juan Dixon's dalliances than Darby's. Michael Darby's <laughs> any day of the week. Oh my god, Michael Darby's face is already so red. Imagine what Michael Darby looks like after he's fucked. Yeah. Oh, why like, would you put that image in my head? <laughs> Why did you do Now I have to carry that around today. Gross. You're welcome. Ugh. You're welcome. That's my gift to you from London. Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> okay, let's, because that's really about all with Potomac, but can we talk about Salt Lake City? Can we get into Salt Lake? Another <laughs> reunion show where everyone seems miserable. And I feel, and we were talking about this with, Brandy. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is what is making Miami so fun mm -hmm. is I feel like when you take it away and then the women come back to it, they're so, they're so happy yeah, they're so to be there. Yeah. They just are working hard. They're doing what they're told. They're having a great time. And I feel like these Salt Lake girls got too much too fast. And now it's just like they all fucking they hate, hate each other each so other. much. I will say this. I'll say this about Salt Lake. And it was the first time I really felt for them. And it's something that they said, and maybe I was just feeling soft towards them. Also, it was the second part of the reunion, but didn't we, weren't we supposed to get a third part? And then they were like, and that's the end. I was shocked by that. So I don't think there's any more reunions. That was weird. Anyway. they It, it was supposed to be a two-part, and then they moved it to a three-part. Yeah, and, and then now it's a two part it again. A two yeah, part again. I don't know. Well, I mean, and thank God because there wasn't enough to talk about. Like, we, but I did feel no. empathy for these women in the sense that they were living under this very dark cloud of Jen Shaw. Yes, and like when someone is facing jail time, even if it's for something they did, they they did it or whatever. You know, she has admitted to guilt again. I will say, and I've said this many times on the podcast, and I get a lot of feedback that it, both ways because. When someone admits to guilt, it doesn't necessarily make them guilty. I will say that. And that has been proven time and yes. time again. Sometimes you cannot beat the fucking system. You cannot beat the system. It is very rare and it is very expensive. So that could be why she uh, pled. That could very well be. Or as it seems from some of the evidence I have seen, she does seem quite guilty. Again, I don't know. <laughs> I am not. I get it from both yeah. sides. People are always like, you don't know if she's guilty or not. That's not okay. And then people are like, why are you on Jen's side? That's not okay. I'm just like, guys, I am not an expert. I am a comedian. <laughs> like, I have no. <laughs> right. I don't know. So <laughs> I got a call. Uh -huh. I, I feel like maybe I said this. Uh, I don't know if it was on uh -huh. Bitches or, or another Ugh, podcast. Why, you're not such that a any podcast whore, Brian. Not that any of them are as good as this one. Thank but, you. Thank you. Um, so I got a call from Jen Shaw's attorney. And, um, and this, oh, it must have been like a year ago now. Oh, it was a while ago. Maybe you did tell ago. me because now this is sounding familiar. Maybe you just emailed me and was on. It's hard to know if we've talked on podcast no, or yes, text. No, yes. I, <laughs> I forwarded you guys this email because I was like, holy shit, Jen Shaw's lawyers emailed me. So they emailed me and they were 
filing motions to get um, the like anything from the show to not be evidence in court where it's like she and Stuart are talking about he's her assistant and being best friends or whatever. And so they, so he, he called and I had a conversation with him and he, he had read my book uh-huh. and he was asking about like how they fake things in editing and how they change oh, things around they were and blah, blah, blah. to like be for a case. And yeah. It's like, and, and so he was like, would you want to be an expert witness? <laughs> like, and I was like, one, yes, I would love to. Two, there's no way I'm going to do it because I'm going to go like defending Jen Shaw. <laughs> like that doesn't seem not a great place like... to land. <laughs> yeah, especially so, against like um, her alleged crimes or the crimes she pled guilty were, which is like basically taking money from old people. And again, I am not defending her. I am not saying she did it. I am just like, I'm just reading what I read. That is uh, what I am doing. Uh, yeah. Well, um, speaking of which, I mean, we all know I go through Erica's book. Yes. And so, and I have been an Erica apologist. Yes, I you will really say. have been. And I, you know, like, I don't want to hold your feet to the fire because I do believe, these are my beliefs. And I, based on nothing is that Erica did not know her husband's fucking business. Like many people, I am like, she doesn't know her husband's business. She doesn't know her. She didn't ask questions. She didn't need to. She never has in the past. If she saw something, I I don't think she cared. I don't, I think she was just like, I don't know his business, whatever. The money keeps coming in. I'm not going to ask any questions. Who the fuck cares? But where she went wrong is once we kind of knew where the money came from, her stand, I'm like, well, we don't know what they did. You know, like that's where I... No, I, and I think she treated some of her castmates not very well and so on and so forth. So yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, I'm with you. Like, I don't think she did anything wrong. I mean, I don't think she did any uh, wrong in terms of like, did she take this money from these people? No, No. I think once you knew stuff, there are things she could have done, um, to show heart. And again, I don't know what her lawyers are saying, but I also think that like, just, you can have empathy and still not be responsible. Those are things. I no, think. I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And, um, but we did see Tom and his son-in-law get indicted. No, son-in-law uh, from week. his first, ma- like, I'm like, I, I cannot draw the family tree. He, uh, yeah, he has kids. From his first marriage and one of his children married this person who worked for A lawyer. I, I like couldn't. Yes. Like for my brain could not like decide how that worked. Like I was just like, and it makes it's all the sense, but I was just like, I can't son-in-law. Like I couldn't. Like my brain wouldn't draw the family tree for me. And the kids from the first marriage are like very close in age to Erica. <sighs> that's never easy. Never. Yeah. Easy. So um, yeah, but that's all I okay. Know well, about that. I would love to know more. <laughs> but wait, let's get back to Salt Lake City. Not that there's so much. Yeah. Sorry. 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 <laughs> one thing I am positive of now, just watching this reunion, that Heather's whole problem with Whitney, entire problem with Whitney, comes down to the source. It's the little. You know. It's like the princess and the pea or whatever, like where it's like, there's one yeah. little thing and it's like, everything else is on top of that, but it's that pea. It's, it is about Lisa. It is about 
the fact that yeah. Whitney is friends with Lisa and she and and Lisa chose Whitney and it all comes down to Heather feeling like this loser in high school or college or whatever and not feeling like the cool girl and Lisa was the cool girl and made her feel like shit and was a bitch to her and she's always felt lesser than and the fact that her bestie is now friends with Lisa like that is what this is all fucking about. You're absolutely correct. And and there's a point where she says, like, you turn the pivot, yeah. like the speed of your pivot from me to Lisa. And and I think that, I mean, I always say in late stage housewifery, all fights on the show are about the show. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is really all about the show and like who's the most famous and who Rihanna follows and who she doesn't. And, ha- and I feel like the same thing happened with, Heather um, that happened like a little bit in Beverly Hills where Heather was like the good girl and the funny one and everyone loved her and she didn't have to like get in the muck and the Mm -hmm. dirty. And then the rest of the women were like, oh no, we're like dragging you in. And, you know, it's like Lisa Rinna did to Kathy Hilton. It's like she was pissed that Kathy got to come on and be everyone's crazy aunt. And she wanted Kathy to like have to get as dirty as everyone else. And so I feel like there's some of, I feel like that's why everybody was kind of after Heather. But no, you're completely right. Like Heather's pissed that Whitney is friends with Lisa. And I think so much of her anger is is from that. And that's... If you had to pick Mm -hmm. one Angie, which Angie would you pick? Angie, Angie <laughs> Jolie, Angelina Jolie. I hate all the Angies. I hate the Danas. I, all these women. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. I mean, I feel like both of these shows suffer because Miami's on and doing so good. And I feel like the friends of the Danas, the Angies, even Jacqueline, Mia's crazy friends. Oh, I friends. like Jacqueline better than the Angies and the Danas. I do too, but just barely. But they all pale in comparison to Kiki Bar, oh, who is giving is us phenomenal. Kiki, she is the best friend of since Marlo. I, I swear, love like Kiki. We get just enough hurt. She shows up in a cute outfit, says three funny oh, things, Kiki and then is see you later. Just like what? <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, kind of calls gorgeous. it out and is she like, dresses "Wait, well. what's happening?" <laughs> she's yeah. And I don't know that we need no. more of Kiki. No, no, I don't like, need more. I have just enough Kiki. Yeah, for it to be like, you are perfect. perfect. Per- Kiki and is, I have the exact amount of Kiki I want. And it doesn't seem like Kiki wants more. No. And that's what I need. I need my house friends to know their place. Like, yes. Marlo, maybe Marlo was hungry and sweaty. And I'm sure she was, but it never felt it because she was so funny. Yes. Angie, both Angie oh. and... Dana are working very hard to get a spot and you can see the work and nobody wants to see a sweat, guys. Never let them see a sweat. And no. I can see oh my God. Ladies. Angie K, the dark hair one. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, K. Oh my God. Her confessionals were so scripted and rehearsed. Like, I feel like she worked with a director. She could use yeah. a Matt Besser class in improv is Thank what you. I feel like. Sh- Open and available. Open yeah, and available. she could really. Well, but for her to put that lesson to use, we'd have to have her back on our television. I don't think that 
No, I don't want it. And the other Angie that has the other troll husband oh. who went, oh, she's, no, look, I only like her because she looks like Sarah Paulson. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> yes. the one thing. Where, and I adore Sarah Paulson. Like, I love her so, so much that, like, she is getting points just for looking like Sarah Paulson. Like, I can't help but like her, be attracted to her, like, want that look on my screen. Like, I, so she yes. is getting so many bonus points because of something that she has nothing to do with. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I completely agree with you. So <laughs> let's say you're Andy Cohen for the day and okay. you're, uh, faced, you're faced with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. What do you do in terms of casting for next season? Bring back everybody that's there. Okay. I, we need new talent. I don't know if there's any other talent in Salt Lake City. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. That's just like a bunch of white Mormon ladies. Like, I don't know what that, I don't know the talent pool, how big it is. You know, this isn't. Yeah, that's We my don't worry. have a ton to pull from. We, I thought, yeah. I think we had the best of the best. Um, but again, you know, Salt Lake City, everything's booming. The, the, the you know, who knows? Um, I do, if I have to bring back somebody, I probably bring back Angie K. But I don't know, because Dana was willing to confront Jen Shaw. I don't know. I don't, I don't have a solution. That's why I'm glad I'm not Andy. I can't sit in these, I can't make these big decisions. I don't want to be president either. Like, these are big, big <laughs> decisions. Like, these are the hard places. Yeah. Like, I don't want any, I don't want to be Andy Cohen, and I don't want to be president of the United States. Like, these are too hard of jobs. I can't fill those shoes. I mean, which one is harder, really? Andy, for sure, <laughs> because he has housewives texting him day and night. If Joe Biden had housewives texting him day and night, I'd be like, I give up. I give up. I can't. This, these bitches are crazy. Like, I can't oh my God. I want to <laughs> assign one housewife to text Joe Biden day and night. And just, I just oh, want to no. give. I need him in good condition. I need him okay. <laughs> Don't. Housewives, leave him the fuck alone. I need him okay. Can we please just give... <laughs> his phone number to Jill Zarin. And like, that's it. No, like, can she'll we just... never stop. That's the reason the New York fell apart, the legacy group, because Jill wanted like more money or whatever. And I'm like, Jill, just be grateful. Sorry. Don't you get enough money from Zarin Fabrics? Like, what more do you need? How is... I can't believe that Jill Zarin, who has been so thirsty to get back on any of those shows for so long, would blow up that deal. It's a mystery. It's a mystery, Brian. It's a mystery. I cannot place, like, she's a self-saboteur. I don't, I don't know because she does not deserve a lot of money. Sorry, Jill. No, I, I the other agree women with do, you. But not Jill, not Jill. Jill is lucky to be there. I also, so when I was doing research for the book, uh, I talked to a few casting directors and they told me that they were trying to get like everyone's salaries down. Um, cause oh. especially for like the housewives who have been like Luann's been on for so long, she's, she was making probably a big hunk of money. So I wonder if what happened was they were like, okay, we're canceling the show. We're going to do legacy. And now you're all making half as much. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of not fair. I will say this, like with success comes money. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so there has been success built on these women. I don't, I, I, and they do deserve money. It's, you know what I mean? So like, yes, I don't know. Like, 
I understand. But like, it's a big corporation, Universal Television. <laughs> like, you have so much money and you're making so much off these women's backs. And they're not, I assume, getting residuals, which is like so no. much. So like, pay them. Pay yeah. them. Fucking pay Absolutely. them. How much has ShopBuyBravo.com made off of make it nice, like mugs and socks and dish towels? And I also feel like you paid them nothing at the beginning, like nothing. nothing. And most of these women, this is their only income at this point. Like they don't ha- like, I don't oh my God. know. Sonia Morgan hasn't had a paycheck in years. I know, like I'm worried. And so like, I'm just like, pay them what they're worth. Like, I'm not saying like, like, know their worth. I'm not saying go crazy. I'm saying like know their worth and pay them that worth. Trying to get them down. Like, what does that mean? Just because I've been in contract negotiations and the older I get and the more experience I get, like I should get more money. I am bringing my expertise to the project, years of experience, and I deserve to be paid like that. You know what I mean? And I know these big corporations. Yes. And many of my negotiations for years now, have been trying to get me down. And it's insulting because it's like, you're this huge corporation. Like you have, all you people make much more money than I do, the people trying to get me down or whatever the case, you know what I mean? And so I just kind of feel like, just pay people what they're worth. Give them their worth. And I mean, when we're talking about Sonia, Luann, Dorinda, like when have these women ever not delivered? Yeah. Exactly. You know, like you're going to get your money's worth. Exactly. Invest, so like, invest in them. <laughs> and invest in them. Yeah, I do yeah. agree. It's like, and they've been on the screen pulling the work for years. Years. Yes. So pay yeah. them for that. Uh, that's the thing. I joke that I wish there was a Real Housewives union that they would like unionize. <laughs> only, to, only to find out who would be elected the head of the Housewives Union. Like, that's all I want to know is like, I, who would I, who would they get? Hi, that Heather, New York Heather, uh, you know, you know. Heather Thompson. Th- yes, who like, I don't want on my screen, but I do think she would be a good union leader. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. I always feel like we need one of the lawyers, like a Meredith Marks, I think oh, would be a yeah, great Meredith union Marks leader. Would be, speaking of Meredith Marks, I know we're hopping all over the place today, but there's just so much... Her and Seth's relationship, I think Seth annoys the fuck out of her. Like when he's like, we can sit a little closer. Also, Seth's hair is wild right now and I don't know what's happening with it and we need him like to see a barber ASAP, but that's another story for another time. But like, she hates him. I I don't, you don't watch Summer House, do you? No, I don't. No, I don't. And I know I should. I just, I, I don't have the time. (laughs) That's fine. But for all the Summer House viewers out there, I feel like, Seth and Meredith are Kyle and Amanda Batula 20 years from now. Wow. Like, I think okay. that that, like, they have the same dynamic. And But you're right. It's like, there's a love there, but also it's like- It's familial love though. It's like, you're this like yeah. person in my family that I love, but I, like, I'm not- but you drive me you, insane. And you drive me insane. I don't even want to sit next to you. Like, they're, like whereas opposed to Whitney and her pie-faced man, like, he's obsessed <laughs> with her and she's oh my obsessed God. with yeah. him. And those two fuck. Oh, like, they you know. fuck. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen them, like, slap. I mean, he got basically fired for fucking her on camera. Like, and we're, he's, like, worth it. <laughs> he's, like, not mad. 
and I, Seth drives me crazy. I don't, I never liked him. I know a lot of people have a crush on him. I don't. I never, He's not for me. He's no, not for me. not for me either. I mean, give me John Barlow any day of the week. I do like Mr. John Barlow. I mean, he's stiff as a board, like no personality, but I am, None. there's something, there's something there. I like it. <laughs> well, and because Lisa's a huge personality and he takes very good care of her. And yeah. like, I'm a big personality and that's me what too. I want too. I, I want, want you care. to support me. Let me shine my light. Let me shine my light. And you just yes. hold hold the camera up. <laughs> yeah. Up. And I'm like, hold my purse. I have work to do. <laughs> yes, like that's exactly. what I want. Yes. God bless those men that let their people shine. Yes. Um, oh. Wow. So, okay. We're going to come back and we're going to do some Miami and then I will let you go because I've taken too much of your time, but this has been so oh fun. I'm having so fun with you. <laughs> I'm having so fun with you. God, my command of the English language today is at a low. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll come back. And we're back. Let's talk Miami. Now, I have not seen this week's because it is Thursday morning and I've just woken up. You are in London. Like we, you know, like, but Miami is giving on uh, like on all cylinders. Like it is just, you know, we're seeing the Lisa Hochstein, Gertie. I love Gertie. I love her like fireman husband. Oh like, my God. Another one who will just hold the purse and let her work. Yeah. And I mean, you hold the purse and let her work, <laughs> please. Yes. Oh my God. I am in love with him. I am a little in love with Anthony, uh, Dr. Nicole's. Oh, husband. I'm in love with, and oh, Anthony is hot, flies a plane, practices law. She's a goddamn doctor. I mean, I'm in love with both of them. Like, I am, oh my I God. am attracted to both of them so much. I loved their party with the whippets, the, the alcohol whippets. Like, there yes. is real money. We are like, yes. we are in, we're in, it's a good time, Miami. It's a good time. And I'm sorry, Nini, you say there are no stars. I think Dr. Nicole's a star. Oh, I do. And like, not like one of the show we want. She's like a Candy Burris. Yeah. She's like smart, relatable. But when Larsa came from her, yeah, when Larsa came for her, yeah. she sent her the mirror back. Like, it was... It was, and then the black card, I was like, oh, oh, wow. Nicole came into the season a woman and she left a housewife. Wow, wow. Uh, you said that was beautiful. I got chills, chills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is, she is playing the game and I am <sighs> living for it. And looks good doing it. I know, but I also love, you haven't seen it yet, but in this episode, uh, she and, and Alexia have uh, lunch to talk about their differences. And, okay. and she's kind of saying like, you don't know how many obstacles it was, you know, in my profession, being a woman and being a Latina. And then she says, and being pretty. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, you are. But also. Yeah, I was going to say pretty is. It's not as tough an obstacle. But also, like, maybe like, let's not say that out loud. <laughs> like, I get where she's going, also, but... Yeah. Can we also talk about Nicole's one um, look, uh, testimonial look, like the bathing suit? Like, With the I just, one boob? Yeah, I can't focus because I, I'm just trying to figure out what that looks like as a whole piece. And like, is that a bathing suit? Like, how do you get it on? Do you remember back in, I want to say like... 
late 80s, early 90s when I was a kid, there was this store called like Units. And then they also had another one called Multiples. And it was like... <laughs> I do not remember this. And and we're of the same age. So maybe it's a regional difference, but... <laughs> yeah, it might have been from the South. I'm from the South. And it was like in like Macy's or something like that, where it's like, it was like these separates and you could be worn together, but like it could be a skirt or a shirt or like, and like you could wear it across or below. Like it had like varying pieces that you could put together. It's almost like Leanne Locken's dress. I was like just a about to say the same thing. It's like the infinity dress. Yes, except for like more expensive <laughs> and wouldn't <laughs> fall apart in your uh, as you wore it. But anyway, it sort of reminds me of that. Um, I'm aging myself with this reference, but yeah, like it. it, it I just I I can't I can't hear what she's saying because I can't focus because I I need to know more. I feel like this was a rookie mistake of she stood up in this outfit and looked amazing. And then sat down in this outfit and you can't see the bottom half. And it looks like dumb. It looks like a bathing suit with like a stretch. Like, it's just strange. Yeah. Yeah. I would would just say, I I would love to see the whole piece, Nicole. If I could just see, I I think I would feel better in my heart if I knew what the whole dress looked like. If someone can send me that. (laughs) Relax my mind. There's also a look Gertie wears where it looks like she went bungee jumping and just like got caught in the rope like over and over again and like rolled up. It's just like bungee rope everywhere. And I'm like, Gertie, what are you doing? Sometimes their outfits can cause more harm than help. Like <laughs> also, I would say that about Karen's like ice skater outfit. Yeah. You know, the purple one with the glove. Like I it, oh. I want your outfit to stand out, but I need to be able to like recognize it and then like not think about it again. Like I, you know. The Housewives Institute has officially banned built-in gloves. Thank you. Thank you for that. No more built-in gloves. And the ones Candace is wearing this season in that red hoodie number, and the gloves, like, don't fit her hands. But see, I can, I like that outfit only because, what you mean, with the hood and, like, it has the hood. Like, I get Everything's good except for the gloves. Because they, like, don't fit her hands. They're, like, baggy on her hands. Ugh. It's gross. I well, hate it. As a, another small-handed person, that is our <laughs> cross to bear. <laughs> Delicate small hands. I I understand that. It's a cross to bear. I don't judge her for that. I'm not mad at that outfit because I understand it. I have to be able to understand the outfit. I get that one. Fair. Nicole's fair. I don't understand. No, not at all. Now, last week on Miami, we were also treated to Lenny Hochstein coming through his house. Oh, my like, God. Like, not acknowledging the children, like laying on his bed and like, like it's so toxic. He is. We have never seen a piece of shit like Lenny Hochstein. He's awful. And the way, I don't know that Lisa played it this way, but the way it played out was amazing where Lisa goes in to the room, asks him dispassionately a number of very simple fact-based questions and he (laughs) treats her like a fucking idiot child and it was so insulting and she went in and the first thing she says to him is i'm on mic and the camera's here like yeah she's already like 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 i'm giving you a chance to not be a total piece of shit and he's like he can't and he is so dumb. Like, he obviously was having an affair with this woman for a certain period of time, God knows yes. how long, and decided to leave his wife while the cameras are up. 
Like, dude, you either break up with her right before this starts or right after it ends. Like, hello, Robin Dixon, call Lenny and tell him <laughs> how to control a storyline. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's insane to me, but I'm glad to witness it just to see like, you know, yeah, and that's what it. I love about Housewives is like when you can't keep the darkness from coming no. up to the surface and we are getting that in spades here. And so it's spades. such a great season because we're getting that. We're getting all the fun the ladies are having um, and also like some of the dumbest but most amazing fights I've ever seen. I love it. Guys, tune into Miami, even though Peacock does not send me the screeners ahead of time. Hint, hint, Peacock. I am watching it, so you have to get it like the week after. But guys, it's so good. Tune so in. Good. Brian Moylan, I adore you. Thank you for coming. You know, you are such a a funny, smart, you know, housewives aficionado. And I I I stand in awe and I stand in your shadow. You leave a big shadow and I stand in it. And um I feel the same way about you. Happy to stand on your shoulders and and thank you for the great works. The great um, th- and thank you for the same. And and if you have not bought Brian's book yet, like, what are you fucking waiting for? It's such an inside investigation into these women that we love and obsess over and love to hate and love all of it. And it's so good. And you can find it, Brian, at, you know. Everywhere. Anywhere books are sold. I think it's like one ninety nine on Kindle at the moment. What are you waiting for? I oh, my mean, God. That's like the cost of a ringtone. I know. I less. Remember less. Ringtones? I said more. Yes, I remember having little mama's ringtone, my lipstick, like on my phone for a Oh my long god, I love that song. <laughs> I loved it so much. It was my ringtone. And I think I spent like seven dollars. Like so look, it's See, less than little mama's three little mama's page my lipstick. Housewives or no for lip gloss. My lip gloss. My lip gloss be cool. My lip yeah. gloss be popping. I loved that song. And I spent more on that than you have to spend on Brian Moore. But I also, I'm a hardcover girl. I love a book. I can't help it. I have a Kindle, but I, you know. Yeah, it's out in paperback. Yeah. I mean, go crazy, guys. I adore you. Thank you so much for being thank here today. So and I also just want to thank not only you, Brian, but our wonderful producer, Amelia, our producer, editor, Kate, Earwolf, and Casey... We miss you. She'll be back so soon, you guys. Um, Casey is here always with us. And little Frankie, we're so excited. Um, But I love you guys. And we'll see you next week. What you know about me? What you what you know about me? What you know about me? What you what you know? And my lip gloss is cool. My lip gloss be popping. I'm standing at my locker and all the boys keep stopping. What you know about me? 